Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. As a Sirius XM and CNN host, I'm known for speaking, but frankly, I read for a living. I need to know what to say, and so I consume over two dozen newspapers and websites daily. I read opposing views and studies and court cases and orders and op-eds just so I can discuss current events on radio and television. But my favorite reading? Books. Old school. And my favorite interviews? are with book authors. Book Club with Michael Smirconish is now in session. A terrific new book from P.J. O'Rourke. It is titled The Baby Boom. I love the uh, sub-headline more than the primary headline. How it got that way, and it wasn't my fault, and I'll never do it again. This is P.J. O'Rourke. P.J., congrats on your book. I think it's terrific. Oh, well, thank you. I I really appreciate that, but I just... (laughs) To answer what you were saying before, I seem to remember that these little ordinary bits of life were considered extremely important when um, George H.W. Bush was running for re-election, and he paused with a kind of amazement at the bar scan reading scanner scanner reading feature on at the grocery store. Which, in, in fairness to the old boy, um, was uh, quite new at, at, at the time. The, the handheld scanner had just come in, 
and uh, he might quite reasonably have have uh, have not seen one before. Um, in fact, the fact that he noticed it at all indicated that he had done some grocery shopping in the past. I thought, but the Democrats thought that was an exceedingly important insight into how de- how detached he was from the detached, fight of right. Ordinary <laughs> right, Americans. Right. Well, I'll tell you. I mean, uh, you know, all right. Let me let me ask let me ask the questions of PJ O'Rourke then. Okay. You ready? Yeah. I Have you bought something from the internet? Drive. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> wait I a minute. Wait a minute. You've never bought anything from the internet? No, no. I have my wife do it. All right. Have you ever withdrawn money at an ATM? No, I do not know how to use an ATM. I am baffled by the thing. I love the idea of a machine that spits money at me, um, and I'd like to have one in the house. But I have never. <laughs> I don't have an ATM card. I do not know how to use an ATM. How about Facebook? Uh, I have a Facebook page that my publisher put together. I have never seen it. <laughs> hey, you know what? I think you're too detached to be president. I am. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the first one to back <laughs> right, Wait, PJ, how about this? Wait a minute. How about this? Have you ever eaten at a Chipotle? Um, gosh, not, not, not if I You'd know it. it. <laughs> oh, no, you'd know it, man. It's, it's a really good, fresh kind of meal. Oh, no, uh, have no. you ever used Have you ever used a metro card on the New York City public transit system? Oh yeah, yeah. Although I got to say, the New York City right. one is like deeply confusing. I can use the Washington Metro one with with uh, I, I I can handle that, you know. But I still well, miss, uh, I miss the people. Cred. I miss the people that you give the dollar bill to, you know, <laughs> and they give you a bunch <laughs> of change, and you can get to Brooklyn, you know. But hey, uh, I felt like a bit of a knucklehead when I was reading the prologue to the book. The baby boom, because despite all the conversation and and use of that descriptive term, I never appreciated that I am a baby boomer. I was born in 1962. I will soon be 52 years. I am a baby boomer. You are a member of the freshman class. Right. And I was going to say, you you break it down by seniors, juniors, sophomores and freshmen. Give me a a thumbnail of what are the differences. That was the only way really to approach a a generation that refused to grow up, you know, is uh, needed to be the only way to sort them really was uh, in high school terms. And I'm a senior, uh, a member of the senior class. We're the ones who were born right after the war, late 40s or so. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we're, we're supposedly wild and crazy and, you know, nutty 60s types. But then actually the junior class that comes after us, which is our little brothers and sisters, they were there, you know, they, they looked at what we did, you know. We we were like, although we were wild, we were also closely tethered to the greatest generation. So in effect, the the oldest baby boomers kind of got dragged under the. We got keel hauled, you know, by the whole '60s experience, the whole baby boom experience. And you know, it's interesting to me that both Hillary Clinton, who's spot on my age, and Cheech Marin are both members of the <laughs> senior class. <laughs> <laughs> then, they, then, they, then you have like the yet more hippy dippy um, junior class born in the early fifties, after parents had sort of thrown in the towel on the what's the matter with kids today and had just given up, and um, they, they were complete lunatics. They they were uh, uh, stoned out of their minds until they wandered into Silicon Valley, you know, uh, and that's that's the Bill Gates, Steve Jobs generation. Then How about have, the sophomores and freshmen? 
The sophomores, you see, are a little little bit more cautious about this. They've seen the baby boom in action here, and they know that they they dig it. You know, they're they're down with the sex, drugs, and rock and roll and all that. But they also realize that what works in general doesn't always work specifically when the bong sets fire to the beanbag chair. <laughs> so, so from the sophomores, is where, that's where you get the preppy handbook type, that, right. kind, that, that kind of uh, of a little bit of a retreat. And then with a the freshman like yourself, uh, this was just you, you were just born into the to, to the baby boom world, and you don't know that anything else exists. By the by, the time you guys come uh, come of age, the the greatest generation is just like some television special, you know, and all the. Uh, really pressing issues that formed the baby boom. You know, feminism has become like, uh, 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 you know, the TV sitcom Maud that your parents like, you know. If you remember the Vietnam War at all, uh, so my wife is, is of the same ilk, and she says it was just something that was on television all the time. I don't know. You know, just kind of inexplicably on TV all the time, uh, like Ed McMahon, you know. Uh, Martin, Mart, Martin Luther King was a day off from work, you know. I mean, all the things that really formed the rest of the baby boom to, to you guys is just a given. This is Book Club with Michael Smirconish from Sirius XM. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com/smirconish50 
and use code SMIRKANISH50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code SMIRKANISH50 at factormeals.com slash SMIRKANISH50. Get your 50% off. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM, Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. There are a number of things in the book as I read it. By the way, our guest is P.J. O'Rourke, and the brand new book is called The Baby Boom. And P.J., as I read through it, I, I would just laugh out loud with things that would bring back memories. And I want to skip around. I'm not going to give it all away, but there sure, are a couple sure. I would just love you to expand on. Dad had the car at work. Mom's car was a used one, if it existed. If it didn't, Mom took the bus. Grandma never learned to drive. She called a taxi. We rode our bikes. None of us headed very far. Suburbia hadn't yet expanded into a vast place where our social critics tell us there's nowhere to go, and it's a long way to get there. (laughs) It's, It's true. We grew up in a pretty compact one of the things that makes the baby boom into what it is is that uh, is how many experiences we share. Now, obviously, uh, I'm a very average baby boomer. I mean, I'm I, I born at the peak year. Um, I lived in Toledo, Ohio, which is right in the middle, you know, about 100 miles from the center of the population of the United States. My family spot on had spot on median income. Half the families in America had more money, half less. Um, so I, I'm like, just take myself as a totally normal case. You know, and like there are only three channels on TV, you know, and your neighborhood was, uh, you know, was, was fairly small and restricted. And like, you had like 30 kids on the block, you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, it was the baby boom. So there were lots of kids and and, and everything was, we, we shared so many experiences. I don't think any generation um, before and certainly no generation since will have the same number of uh, identical experiences. Well, PJ, the funny thing is, when I read in the prologue that baby boomers are those born from 46 to 64, I was disbelieving because I never thought of myself as such. And then as I kept reading, and this is really the uh, the talent, the gift I think that you have, as I continued to read all of these reflections where you so encapsulated my youth, I said, my God, of course I'm a baby. Here's another one. Our house had a single phone in the dining room on a shelf in a nook specifically designed to accommodate it. A call after 9 p.m. meant at best that someone in the family had died. Either that or the call had been prearranged by mail with my mother's sister in Chicago to take advantage of lower nighttime long-distance rates. On long-distance calls, Grandma shouted. It was, after all, long distance. Come on. (laughs) And you can remember that. You know, by the time you came along, there may have been an extension upstairs. Extension, right. Yeah. Fundamentally, the thing hadn't changed. No, you know? and and so even like the baby boomers who were who were very late to the game, um, such as yourself, like remember that sort of uh, America that was all of a piece. You know, now of course I I don't pretend to speak for you know people or minority groups or people you know or or or, or even women for uh, for that matter because like I'm just an ordinary guy. Well, no, wait a minute. You, I think you I do sum it up. Uh, yeah, you you, know. you speak well for women. Here we go. What girls pull in double dutch is excellent preparation for divorce court. 
Come on. Come on, man. A great line. Any, Parcheesi. Anybody, anybody who ever got conned by the girls into jumping rope. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like the thing is, like jumping rope, that wasn't a sissy thing because boxers did it. So it was okay yeah. to jump rope. But then we got in to the double dutch where the girls have got like two jump rope lines going at once. Then all of a sudden it just dawned on you how much how much better women are at at anything they turn their hand to. <laughs> you know? uh, Parcheesi, Chutes and Ladders, Clue, Old Maid, Crazy Eights, and 52 Pickup were for rainy days. And if it looked like the rain was never going to stop, we'd get out the Monopoly. Absolutely. I mean, Monopoly was the game that lasted forever, and we would just <clears throat> and had a b- book of rules. It was like the size of the phone book, and we never read the rules. And so we'd make up our own rules for Monopoly, and I swear that's where, like, all the modern derivatives bubbles, uh, the federal deficit and financing, all <laughs> everything that's wrong financially with the world. And I said, you know, there, there may be something to be said for climate change, because they say, you know, everything that's wrong with America, like, in a, in a fiduciary and financial and, and deficit sort of way, can basically be blamed on too much rain during the 1950s. <laughs> hey, uh, the youngest of my boys is a 13-year-old, mm-hmm. so I get a catalog <laughs> sent to the house before Christmas, this uh, just this past holiday, and it's a catalog of old school gifts for kids. And PJ, I bought my 13-year-old a slingshot. Now, we made them. We didn't buy them, but I bought him one because when I was so nostalgic when I saw it in the catalog. You write in the book, a good slingshot loaded with a half-inch steel ball bearing was at close range, potentially as lethal and probably as accurate as a 9-millimeter Glock. And I love this line, and every boy was licensed to carry. <laughs> Totally true. You know, we did make them sometimes. I always found that the homemade ones didn't really work well enough, usually because we didn't have the tools to make them out of hard enough wood. Uh, the Whammo Company, which also um, uh, marketed the frisbee, uh, the, uh, the frisbee yeah. um, uh, had these wonderful ones for not very much money, and boy, they were powerful. And uh, but I did point out that it never occurred to us to like hold up convenience stores with the thing, or or, <laughs> or, or or settle quarrels, you know, between competing crews in the neighborhood, you know, by by assassinating anybody with one, one of these things. But we sure did break a lot of windows. Hey, t- two more, and thanks for being so gracious with your time, PJ O'Rourke, the author. The book is the baby boom. I hope you can tell I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, grown men had collections. President Franklin D. Roosevelt famously collected stamps. I, with a stamp collection of my own, thought he'd had an unfair advantage. The White House probably gets a lot of mail. My godfather went through his pocket change every evening looking for, I laughed out loud when I read this, buffalo nickels. I used to save buffalo nickels. For what? I have no idea. Well, of course, you know, if you kept them, they'd be valuable. My mom took my collection of buffalo nickels, which would now be probably worth a lot of money because they are rare, and just put them in the bank for my, like, college savings things, like right. $25 worth of nickels, right, right. You know, which now would be, like, worth $2,500. Mom had, uh, uh, you know, the greatest generation. Just, you know, they didn't, they didn't know how to, how to play the margins on the, uh, on the financial, in the financial world the way uh, our generation does. Of course, the result was steady steady economic growth instead of uh, the boom and bust cycle that we have today, but oh well. Appropriate that I, uh, on Sirius XM, should ask you about this. You wrote, 
there were three AM stations playing the same songs. This was good because when one station finished playing a song, we could push the buttons on the car radio and find the same song being played on another station. We enjoyed hearing songs over and over. As with wearing clothes like everyone else's and belonging to a clique and driving around to the same places at the same times, it forged individual identity. It's paradoxical, but it's true. You know, and I watch my kids do exactly the same thing with different technology. You know, with their their little iPods. You know, they'll listen to the same song over and over again. Teens want just the more than anything else in the world. Teens want to be different, and at the same time, they want to be the same as all other teens. And it's a quandary that no one has ever really figured out. The book is really funny. Congratulations on a, on a success. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you, Michael. All right. Good to talk to you, man. Thank you, sir. You too. I hope I see you soon. That's P.J. O'Rourke. The book is called The Baby Boom. Did that go over all of your head and Dan's head? No, did, not did at all. Any of I, first that, of all. Did any of that resonate with you? First of all, it is it is always so interesting when you're into something and the author is into something. I have I maintain that it's interesting no matter what. In other words, like that's just entertaining. You're nice. But, Thank you. No, it's true. But of course I know the I mean I I I always say that I never talk to my in-laws. And the reason I don't talk to my in-laws is because they call my husband on his cell phone and he calls them on their cell phone. I love my in-laws. It's not that I don't want to talk to them, but they don't, they call for him. And it used to be that I would pick up the phone, talk to them for a few minutes, and then hand the phone over. So when you talk about the phone ringing at nine o'clock at night would only be that someone died or a prearranged time. I get it. It's true. I get it. Oh, yeah. Long, you guys don't even know what long distance rates are. You're like, oh, at this time, the only rates roaming. go down. And- roaming is all I know. I remember long distance rates from when I was a kid because I was only allowed to call grandma at certain times. Seriously. So, yeah. It's it's really, really well done. Honestly, Michael, I think people, baby boomers would enjoy that book because they would recognize it. And I think that those of us who are a little bit younger should read it just to get to know the people that well, are a little bit I, older. I tend to, I, I'm one of those who, you know, only good things happened in the 70s. Yes. So yes, you P- are like P- that. PJ telling these funny stories about that era for me is, is just priceless. But I also loved him answering your BuzzFeed questions. Well, and, and he's no more connected than Hillary. No. Huh? I have a Facebook page and I've never looked at it. <laughs> That's awesome. That was hysterical. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Listen to the Michael Smirconish program weekdays on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 and anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.